Welcome to Six Degrees Within YGK, a podcast where we get everyone within the YGK area where we talk about health, fitness, and overall balance of life. I'm your host, Bob Payne, owner of Crossroad Limestone, Limestone Athletics. No, super pumped to have you on this. Um, one of the awesome things about you is that you've been doing CrossFit for quite a few years. Like how many years? Uh, 10 years this year. 10 years? 10 this years. Year, 10 years? Yep. Okay. So that's right about me. And that's mm-hmm. why I love talking about CrossFit with you because it hasn't been the last couple of years. It's kind of changed or anything like that. Um, so how did you get into CrossFit? Like what is your story? What is your starting story with CrossFit. Yeah, I love, I mean, everyone has sort of like their first experience with CrossFit. Um, Mine dates back to 2011. Uh, At that time, I worked for Reebok, and Reebok hosts... um, Did you know about CrossFit before that? What's that? Did you know about CrossFit No, I didn't actually. I mean, Reebok, when the partnership between Reebok and CrossFit happened in 2011, that's when I was first exposed to it. And so Reebok had this big national, like global meeting down in Canton. And part of the, the meeting was to get everyone to CrossFit. And it was an outdoor, uh, an outdoor workout. Now I was a little nervous because I was actually pregnant at the time. And I remember them demonstrating that we had to do wheelbarrow walks. And I was like, can I do a wheelbarrow walk pregnant? (laughs) Um, As long as I didn't fall. Anyway, so it was really fun. Um, Totally different than anything I'd ever done. That was sort of my first little flavor of CrossFit. And then after I, you know, had my second child, um, I just dove straight in. Uh, At the CrossFit gym I was going to, they started a CrossFit Moms program. And it was amazing. There was a bunch of moms that were all new to CrossFit, wanted to get back into shape. Our babies would sit in the bucket seats. We would all do our CrossFit workout, get our babies out of their bucket seats, feed them, and be on our merry way. So that's sort of when things just started, and then I just haven't stopped ever since. Now, what what CrossFit gym would that have been? Yeah, that was Reebok CrossFit YUL in Montreal. Okay, yeah, so that one's been around. That was one of the first ones, right? Yeah, it was the first Reebok CrossFit gym in Canada. Okay. No, it's awesome because everyone always has a cool first story. Like, I know some of them are, like, mine was the standard Fran, right? Mm. A buddy who, Andrew Lloyd, one of my best friends, he, growing up, him and I were always, um, we played a lot of sports. He was always the academic. I always, I always said I was the athletic one. That's how I got myself to sleep at night by saying that. But he was always, um, so we're always competing against each other. And then one day when I just moved back home, he was like, come do this workout with me. He was in the military at the time. So he had me do a workout, Fran. And, and I think he was just trying to like show up, like show me up, right? And then he had me, like basically I just remember doing the empty barbell and just getting smoked on it could do strict pull-ups at the time and just dying on that and then the next day he's like yeah show up let's do another one and then he had me do um what was it mate with muscle ups mm. and handstand push-ups and kettlebell snatches and like no it was kettlebell swings yeah. but just think about like the most complex movements he had me do on the second right. day just to kind of do you remember your fran time uh it would have been at least 10 minutes yeah <laughs> I, I like i just doing the empty barbell just I know the next day, the reason why we did all that upper body stuff, just because my legs are so shot from doing Fran. Yeah, yeah. It's 
It's you always remember your first Fran, and what's remarkable is, do you know your Fran time now? Um, like best all time best, uh, three something. Yeah, so that's quite something. Yeah, so to I be able to like, compare that. Like, what was your first like true CrossFit? You know what? I remember. So I remember like getting a journal and tracking all my workouts. And uh, the first time I wrote the letters RX, so the first time I did a prescribed workout was Annie. Um, and I was so excited because it was double unders and sit-ups. And sit-ups I really struggled with just after having the kids. Um, but double unders are my jam. So <laughs> I was really excited about that. And I was so excited to actually put an RX beside it. And I think my first RX time for Annie was 13 minutes. And I can't remember exactly my, my latest Annie time, but it's like at least half that yeah. time, you know, at least half that time, like around six minutes or so. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and so right off the bat, you had a kid going with CrossFit. Yeah. Like my two boys have kind of grown up with, you know, me doing CrossFit. My husband does CrossFit. They started doing CrossFit when they became like three. And, um, you know, I ended up really drinking the Kool-Aid because I not only just started CrossFitting, but then became a CrossFit coach and then became a CrossFit Kids affiliate owner and ran a CrossFit Kids gym. And then, you know, kind of started taking all my certifications through L1, L2, L3, and then got on seminar staff for CrossFit Kids and then most recently getting on seminar staff for L1. So I'm full on in and, and haven't looked back. Now, when did you decide, like, because this is essentially, it's your main career, second career, mm -hmm. depending on how you want to put it, because I know you work at RMC, and that's yep. what they brought you in for, right? To have, like, the CrossFit voice with RMC. And um, when did you decide that, like, this is awesome. I'm, like, I'm working at Reebok. I just had a kid, and I want to go, like, full 100% in this. Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. Uh you know, I I was working at Reebok for five years and never thought I would gonna I was gonna leave Reebok. I had a great job, um, but when I did come back after having my second child, my particular job did require a bunch of travel and I was commuting. Um, and my husband was also in a position where he was traveling and commuting. And so I remember, mo like every morning, we'd be dropping the kids off at daycare. And it was like 6.30 or 7 o'clock in the morning. They were crying. Um, and then I'd be picking them up 12 hours later, getting them around 6. And we only got to see them a few hours at night, and it was usually not at their best. And I just thought, like, there was something that we could make this change. Like, I still wanted to have a career. Um, and I still wanted to be active in this fitness community. Like, how can we make this work? So... We were very good friends um, with CrossFit uh, owners in Milton, Ontario. So uh, George and Andrea Savard own Reebok CrossFit Firepower. And we'd been talking with them for a while about expanding their, their gym and their business. They had a small kids program that they'd been running for a couple years, but there was an opportunity to potentially have that business grow. And you weren't in the, doing the CrossFit Kids yet? No, okay. nope. I was full-time full working at Reebok, um, and I was a CrossFit um, member at Firepower and friends with George and Andrea. And so just really, we took a fun little trip to Vegas 
had lots of conversation, (laughs) uh, had a few drinks and came up with this idea of, Jackie, why don't you just quit your job and we can build out a kids program? Why not? So actually it was in April um, 2012 that I said, okay, let's do this. So I put in my resignation with Reebok, stayed on for a little while to help sort of in that transition phase because um, they'd been so good to me and they had, they had such a great community there and they really embraced the, the fitness lifestyle as well. And so then I took over the kids program and, and ran with it. So we started off with um, 12 kids in two different age categories. There was a, at that time only one class a week. And then when I came on board and opened this up, so I own the kids side and we opened up many more time slots. We opened up many more age categories. I hired more coaches. How old were your kids at the time? At that time, my kids were three and one. Oh, wow. Three and one. And um, it took a number of years, you know, to kind of slowly build and build and build. And uh, I ended up, we ended up selling the business back to George and Andrea in 2019. Mm-hmm. And at that time, there were about 250 members, and that was just kids between the ages of 3 and 15. Okay. That's awesome. And obviously, Stu, your husband's mm-hmm. been a – because he drinks the Kool-Aid too. He's 100%. Was he working at Reebok at the time when all this was happening? Yeah, so Stuart was at Reebok. Um, he was the director of marketing for Reebok. And so he is also a partner in Firepower Kids. And then also my sister-in-law, Stacy. So Stacy Clark worked for Cirque du Soleil. And she was... Oh, at, I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, so she, she was before, you know, Cirque du Soleil had all their challenges in 2020, like many businesses. Um, she was the head talent, head of casting, so director of casting. Yeah. And so Stacy put her circus flavor on the business. So we had not only CrossFit kids, but we had circus training for kids too at Firepower. Now, was she in Milton too? So she wasn't. She was uh, in Montreal okay. where Cirque's head office was. And she was doing a lot of traveling as well for, for talent scouting mm-hmm. and casting. Um, but she has such a roster of, of circus coaches. And Toronto is such a hub of circus that we had a lot of great talented coaches coming in to help with our with our program. And then Stacy would come in every summer to run two weeks of circus camps, and those were by far the hits of the summer. That's crazy, because that, that just shows like how CrossFit kind of, it's all about overall fitness, mm-hmm. right? And just bring in, like teaching the young kids how to do all the circus and all that. Now, did you guys ever try some of that circus mm. act stuff, like the Circus yeah. Soleil? Well, so we did. We did have some adult classes that were um, interesting because <laughs> we had we had hoops and we had um, fabrics. Uh, what were we call a silks? Silks, yeah. Yeah, silks, yep. hoops. Um, Stacy had a custom tightrope created, so there was tightrope walking. Uh, our staff really. We did a lot of staff um, team building events. So like, close the doors, don't let any kids in or families in. And our staff, we did a lot of workouts. We did some circus training. We did a lot of those types of activities with, uh, with the circus program. Oh, that's awesome. That's like a full, like incorporating everything. I Mm -hmm. love it. Now looking back then, what, what do you, what has changed with the whole life balance? Cause back then you had a one and three year old Mm -hmm. and now you're working another full-time job like with RMC yeah like how has your perspective on CrossFit changed over time like I'll use mine because like 
over the years, I used to be like all hardcore, like you have to do CrossFit. It's the best way to do it. And be like, I have to do the snatches two days a week. Um, I have to do wads almost every day. Rest day was like going for a 5K run. Now I kind of look back at those. I was like, that was like too much. Now it's all about like, it's a balance of life. Mm-hmm. And way I'm trying to balance everything is like on my rest day, I don't even want to do any, any exercise other than take the dogs for a long walk or hiking, things like that. Um, like how, like, let's start with like, how did you view it back then and how has it changed over time? Yeah. So, I mean, to speak about my experience with my training, I started off just wanting to get back in shape. Like before CrossFit, um, I was a runner, believe it or not. Like I would just run for my fitness and I would go to the gym prior to running. I would go to the gym and do, you know, your typical machine weights and have like an upper body day or a lower body day. And then CrossFit came in and I was just trying to get back into shape. So I was just doing like the workout of the day, whatever the gym programmed. Um, as time went on, I started to become a bit more competitive. So then I was trying to figure out, okay, so what type of training best suits me if my goal is to be a competitive athlete? Mm-hmm. Which is a very natural progression, yeah. especially in the younger, like in the beginning years of doing it, right? Right. And so when I was starting to become competitive, it's also the same time my business was starting to grow. And so that's where I was trying to figure out, okay, what is the balance here? Because my impression at that time and basic on what I was seeing around me is you just got to get more like two workouts in a day or more volume in a day. And I was like, how am I going to fit that into my day when I, I've got my kids who are still with me because they're not in school yet. I'm trying to build this business and train. So I never worked out that balance. I never got into that high volume training. I just made that workout of the day the best workout I could possibly be, be doing, whether it was a heavy lift, a, a fast sprint, or like a long, slow, steady workout. Um, and you know what? I, it still sticks with me. Like I, I still need to balance like my full-time job. I work at RMC as a phys ed teacher. I still have kids who now are homeschooled. Um, I want to be consistent with my training. So whatever time I allocate, I want that to be the best workout I can do at that time versus adding more volume to my workout. Um, and like you said, my rest days are either walking the dog. Um, back when we had the pool open at RMC, it would be getting in the pool, um, doing like riding a bike, those types of things, and ensuring that I do take a rest day. I, I need to now. I'm in my 40s. I need oh, to. Oh, for sure. And especially <laughs> if you do something like CrossFit, like it, it can get hard on the joints and stuff mm-hmm. like that because it's you're doing res- like concurrent training. You're doing resistance with endurance, right? And if you don't start taking those rest days, you start to feel in your body and especially if you want to like maintain the high intensity because that's what CrossFit is like have that high intensity push it if you do a 10 minute workout like you should not want to get up off the floor and walk over and be like okay I'm going to row like for 35 minutes right unless it's just like a recovery because I feel like absolute trash yeah yeah Yeah, and I think that's it like like you said I think you know within the week it's just like getting in a variety of types of workouts in like making sure you are getting in some of those shorter sprints like the Mm -hmm. frans right which is a a three minute or four minute a five minute workout then have other days where you're doing a longer slower steady workout and then you've got some lift like heavy lifting days in there trying to get that nice variety of you know olympic weightlifting powerlifting some endurance training gymnastics training Mm -hmm. and just kind of putting that perfect marriage of all that programming together oh yeah and taking that and applying it to 
everyday life balance, yeah. right? That overall fitness, because let's face it, we don't have a lot of free time. We have one hour. Let's make it the best hour, right? You got it. And over the years, like how has like doing all this stuff applied to like other fitness like other achievements, accomplishments, mm-hmm. right? Like say whether like you doing the long hikes or like where are some other things that you've done? You're like, I don't know if I could do this. If oh I my gosh, Bob, I can totally give you a specific example. Um, when you happen to know a lot of the co- of a lot of my colleagues, um, so the guys and girls down at RMC, we had the opportunity to take a free diving course, and oh, my boss awesome. yeah. Stefan um, was highly encouraging all of us to participate and I have to be honest like I was like not a chance like I I'm comfortable in the water but I'm not that comfortable in the water and I'm definitely not comfortable going deep under the water or staying under the water yeah learning to breathe right? underwater no yeah, totally so you know he was saying you know the breath work is really going to help you in your crossfit training and I was like oh well maybe then but that I still thought no like I'm not interested anyway long story short um, I, I joined, I joined in, I did, uh, the training and the, one of the first tests that they wanted to check off was, um, to get you to hold your breath underwater still, um, for a minimum of two minutes. And I'm like sitting there going, I can't even hold my breath for 15 seconds without like feeling like I'm going to die. Like, are you just sitting in the bottom of the deep end? So you're in the shallow end and they teach you and you have a not a spotter, but basically a support there that's making sure that you're relaxed, Mm -hmm. that you're staying put and not drifting away. And the instructors were so talented. They're from Apnea City. And they just told you, like taught you how to relax, you know, talked about breathing through your belly, trying to just eliminate anything in your mind that might be causing you stress that brings up your breath into your chest. And just getting you to relax and taking those big breaths before you do your last breath and then just relax. And then the other thing they were instructing was your body's going to start to go through some contractions. And I'm thinking, I've had two kids. Like, I got contractions. <laughs> yeah, I got right? this. Right? I got I, this. Yeah. And then the first time I had one, I was like, holy damn, like that hurts. Like what were the contractions? It was like your, diaph- your diaphragm okay. is contracting because you're try- it's trying to breathe, right? Like mm-hmm. you're trying to breathe. And... The, the key is you're not supposed to even let any air bubbles out. You're supposed to just hold that breath, but work your way through the contraction, and then your diaphragm will relax, but then another contraction will come. And to be okay with those contractions. Like being very uncomfortable. Yeah, be, being comfortable, trying to be comfortable with the uncomfortableness that, that's yeah. about to come. Anyway, so then they've got, they've got some people like talking you through your breath holding and timing you and relaxing you and saying, let's make it through another contract. Let's make it through another contraction. Anyway, we go through this drill. And uh, finally, you know, when you're done, you put your hands on the ledge and you start to bring your feet down and you're supposed to come out nice and slowly. Just like you so can't you, just pop no, up. Because you just held your breath, yeah. right? So I came up and relaxed. And then, you know, so they, I said, like, how, how long was that? For me, it felt like 30 seconds or a minute. And they're like, it was two minutes and 20 seconds. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, here I was thinking I was never going to be able to do something like that. Um, so it's remarkable when you kind of put your mind to it. And you've got good instructors that are coaching your way through it. And you're put into an environment where people want you to succeed. 
it's amazing things can happen. And it's the same thing in the CrossFit gym, right? When you're surrounded by coaches and trainers that are qualified and skilled and genuinely interested in your well-being, mm -hmm. then you are feeling safe and you're feeling if you want to perform and incredible things happen. I mean, we've seen it here all the time, right, Bob? Like we see people who think like, I'll never get a pull-up mm -hmm. or I'll never get a handstand push-up. And you just gradually give them those nice slow progressions and tips and all of a sudden, boom, it happens. Oh, no, that's the best part when this how excited they are. Like we see some of the – someone comes in for the first class and we're doing deadlifts that day and they see other people throwing the weights on. They're like, I can never do that. I'm just going to stick to like 55 pounds. And then after like a couple months, we have them like doing the deadlifts again. We're like, hey, do you know how much you just pulled? And they're mm -hmm. like, no. I was like, let's do the math together. And we started doing the math. I was like, uh, you just pulled two, 205 pounds. And there's like, oh my God, right? And it's like learning to trust the coaches, but like you're going to be kind of uncomfortable, but it's like using that uncomfortableness to achieve something, right? Yeah, it's teaching that, it's like, it's teaching that uncomfortableness. Like, yeah. and the difference between like pain and then just uncomfortableness because it's new, Yeah. right? And like, I, um, I think that's why a lot of people do get it addicted to the crossfit like mm -hmm. i love the painful workouts like the <laughs> short sprints i don't like the long endurance stuff like where it goes on for like like anything that's more than like 10 reps in a row not my jam <laughs> right but i love yeah. like the hard sprints with big rests because it's that uncomfortableness but just knowing how hard you can push in that accomplishment right and it does become addicting and totally. that's why everyone wants to come back and they're like okay i want to do that again right yeah what would you say your favorite like crossfit exercise is um, I'll say muscle ups. Oh yeah, like if bar there's or one, ring. Uh, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. Um, right now I'll probably say bar because I find them a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. Um, are we just talking like pure movement, or are we talking about like? Yeah. Okay. So what about you? Um, I would say a power clean. Yeah, I think that's like a fanfare. Everyone yeah, likes doing a heavy. Yeah, I like the power, power clean. Um, and then I would say double unders. Those would be sort of like a combo of those two would be sort of my, my now, favorite. What is the hardest workout you ever done? Looking back at you, like I nearly puked or I did puke. <laughs> oh, or there's like been a was, few. Yeah. There's been a lot. Actually, there was one particular open workout, and I don't remember which one it was, but it was the kind where it was set up that you had to complete a certain number of reps within a certain time frame. And if you completed that, then you get to pass on to the next three minutes. Oh, and then if okay. you don't overhead finish squats it, and yeah, yeah. chest to bar. And it was, uh, but this one was, it was a squat clean, toes to bar. Double under one. Double under one. Yeah, I know that And one. then the squat cleans got really heavy. And that, anyway, I, because double unders are in my wheelhouse and squat cleans are in my wheelhouse and toes to bar, uh, like were in my wheelhouse, I was, I don't want to say lucky, but I was able to continue going, but it got worse and worse and worse. Yep. And so I got, it was a, I think it was 155 pounds was the heaviest weight I got to. And I, the workout, after the workout. Like, how many minutes would you have been working I think at, at that this time point, to It would have been close to 12 to 15 minutes. Which is, you would have done a lot of reps. A lot of work. Because you started at 15, then yeah. you do 13, next round. Mine went down to 11, 9. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a good memory. But I remember clearly after that workout i wanted no one to talk to me i didn't want to be i didn't want to move i just felt like crap yep. but then I, I needed 30 minutes to recover <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and then i felt fine and usually it doesn't take me 30 minutes to recover but that one just killed me 
Yeah, for me, it was 17.1, the dumbbell snatch and burpee box jump oh, yeah. We I know we did it this year, and it still was horrible, yeah. but the first time we did it was such a shock to the system because the dumbbells were kind of, we didn't do them a lot. No, that was new, a new event. And the dumbbell snatch and the burpee box jump that was just, I remember doing that. I did it with James and Bryce yeah. when it came out, and I remember I never thought about quitting so much in a workout, just kind of looking over and just heard it right <laughs> i know and then people were like why did you do that like that's a workout that's always going to stick my mind as like the most uncomfortable state now that's why when it came up this year i was like fuck uh, like, yeah this is memories. going to but then the worst part about it is that i knew what my score was back then because yeah. it kind of it's ingrained in my memory it was kind of like roughly like i don't know exactly to the second but i was like which makes it worse because now i gotta go even faster <laughs> you know the pain's gonna come back yeah and like it's gonna vengeance. be more uncomfortable right and i think with me like doing a workout a second time is always more stressful than yes. the first time yeah because you know the feeling and you and you've got that you're a competitive guy you want to beat your score but the first time you did it you were with bryce and james yeah so two other coaches that, yeah the other coaches yeah. and it's cool like when you do those types of workouts with other people and you want to quit and you look around and you're like Jesus, they're still going. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I better not quit. I think Bryce and I looked at each other a couple times. We're like, why are we doing this? Just shaking <laughs> yeah. our head. And James, because that's when he was gunning for the open there. So he was going hard. We're like, we can't even keep up with them. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, I know. Well, I mean, right now we're – so the open is over for this year. Um, the individual qualifiers are done. The team qualifiers are just done. Mm -hmm. I just finished actually doing all the, like a lot of the video judging yeah. for, uh, for those rounds. And then now we're just, all the invitations have gone out for the age group online qualifiers yeah. for this year. And they've also introduced an occupational games qualifier. Oh, so yeah. yeah. So if you were, if you hashtag during the open, they've selected five for this year, firefighter, school teacher, military member, and I can't remember the other two at the moment. Um, if you were in the top 10% of those categories, then you also qualified for the occupational games this year. So I think that's awesome that they're including no, that's wicked. some of these other careers. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very inclusive. Yeah, I did Very not know inclusive. that. Oh, yeah, and that. especially with all the you know, adaptive athletes that they've included mm -hmm. this year too. I remember, I mean, we met, you and I met up in Collingwood yep. um, at UG and that's where they actually started doing a lot of the adaptive wheel wad. Was it wheel wad? Yeah, yeah. so it was yeah. study there. I remember yeah, that because I was actually doing like apprenticeship yeah. uh, industry back before I opened up this and study just started right. and they came into the gym like, he's on a wheelchair for yeah. all the listeners there. So he came in, and he was like, I want to start doing CrossFit. And they're like, okay, well, we're just going to be making up as we go to figure out how to scale all that. Yeah. So it was pretty neat seeing all the, like, different methods of, like, they didn't have all the equipment that they could do things. Yeah. And so, like, even um, just some of the ideas that they kind of played around with, like, even, like, okay, well, if there's burpees. How are we going to have them do burpees? And then, like, him first time doing burpees, literally falling out of the wheelchair and getting back into it, right? It's, like, different movements like that. It was pretty remarkable to It was watch. just, it was so impressive to watch. I remember so clear that was the first time I saw that, and I was like, you know, I have got nothing to complain about. Yep. When I, when I was running Firepower Kids, we had a young girl who was coming to us from a young age, was part of the CrossFit Kids program, joined in, no um, adaptations or scaling or modifications need to happen. But we started noticing she was starting to struggle with certain things, stairs, boxes, steps, things like that. Talked to her parents and she has a, been diagnosed with a rare degenerative disease. 
that was causing her lower body and then eventually her upper body to, to weaken. And uh, she wanted to continue coming to participate in the program. So, and I didn't know Stoudy very well, but uh, reached out to him and he was so welcoming. So I went up there with this young girl and her parents and he literally spent an hour with us going through things we can do with her. Like, you know, getting her off of, out of her chair. She can hold a ball and move a ball. Mm -hmm. She can reach a bar, hold a bar, you know, things like that, that, um, you know, were a little delicate with us. Um, even her parents at the time were, weren't too sure um, that he was just very open to say, let's just try this. Like, you're not going to break her. <laughs> let's just yeah. try this and see. You're if... not as delicate yeah, as like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, let's give it a little. Yeah. So great. Anyway, so we were, he really armed us, uh, me as a coach, you know, her parents, and then uh, this athlete as well with knowing that, you know what, nothing's going to stop her. She can yeah. continue to, to train and move and be a normal little girl. Yeah. No, that's amazing. Now, with your balance now, how do you mm -hmm. find your overall balance? With trying to get your CrossFit workouts, get your kids, stay at home, like the kids staying at home and all that, like how are you finding, like making the one hour or sometimes 45 minutes, like how do you adapt to that? Yeah, so um, it's not easy. Like I want to say, you know, I've been CrossFitting for 10 years. I'm a pretty, you know, dedicated um, fitness enthusiast. But the pandemic has definitely had its toll mm -hmm. on everybody, including myself. And my motivation is dwindling. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's like, it's motivation and it's, it's discipline that are sort of both kicking at each other's heads to say who's going to win um, and who's going to lose. And you know what, right now, and even this is the third lockdown, first lockdown, second lockdown, it was, I had to just reframe my mind the intensity of my workouts are lower and I have to be okay with that. Yeah. The duration of my workouts are going to be less or lower or, or shorter and I have to be okay with that. Um, maybe the load might be non-existent and I'm doing something in my basement body weight and I have to be okay with that. And I have to be okay with something is better than not doing anything. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just, I've had to reframe my mind. It has not been easy, but it's, it's, it's life yeah. and it's, I'm still healthy. Um, and my kids are still healthy and my husband's still healthy and we need it for our mental health yeah. because God knows that's sort of what's the, the biggest concern these days is everyone's mental health. Um, and so my balance, the balance is just reframing our minds that it's just going to be shorter, get it in when you can and try to get something done. Yeah, and I think a key word you used there was discipline, right? Mm -hmm. Wait versus waiting for that motivation. Because we do the Zoom classes and online, everyone's like, I'm just not motivated. It's like, mm -hmm. we can't expect to be motivated every single time you come in no. or into the gym or anything like that. But it's creating that discipline, that routine, right? And like, it's like when we're open, we have the routine of, okay, I go to the gym at 4.15, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's my routine. Saturday, I go for a long run and like all that. Then with this obviously with this pandemic we have to change our routines and i think that's the hardest part was overcoming that routine yeah right absolutely. and then you have to look back and be like okay if i just go into the basement just start warming up pick up the dumbbell so many times if i need to take 30 second rest do it yeah right and you just have to start figuring it out right yeah i mean how many times have you know you or myself or or other members said they don't want to be there. They feel low energy. They feel tired. But after the workout is done, they're like, 
thank you. I'm so glad I did that. Like, yeah. I know there's been times when I've really not wanted to do anything at all. And mm -hmm. it, my husband's saying, let's do this. And after we're done, it's like, I'm so glad we did that. Right. Or vice you, versa. Well, you never regret the workout after, yeah. right? Yeah. But you like doing the workout, but you always regret if you didn't do it. Totally. You're always like, oh, You'll fuck, beat I should have just done it, right? Yeah. And, and that's why you need that support system. Oh, like yeah. having your husband there, Tara and I, we do that. Yeah. Like, and just kind of reach out to other people and be like, hey, did you do a workout today? Um, that's because I, at the end of the day, as long as you're doing something, right? Totally. And, and something can be a walk, right? Yeah. Something can be a walk. Something can be a jog. Something can be, you know, playing basketball or baseball or. Yeah. And like, doesn't have to be like the sexy no. barbell pull up workout. It's like, if you only got one dumbbell. Right. If you only got a box, like. Totally. If you have a, if you have a hockey stick or a broomstick, yep. right? Look at the equipment free. Open that kicked my butt. Yeah, that I was, was awesome. <laughs> I love that. I love watching you do it. Oh my gosh, I was like, before really they made any announcements about what to expect. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try to get my my cadets involved. They've got no excuse. We're all at home. We don't have equipment. All you need is your body, a space, and a hockey stick or broomstick. How hard can it be? And then I was like, oh, I regret saying that. Yeah. Well, it was like simple, right? Well, I shouldn't say that it was like simple, but like. Yeah, that's all you're going to do, but doesn't mean it's going to be any. No, exactly. Harder. Like burpee, burpee broad jumps are no joke. Um, oh, was a hang a squat clean with that. a broomstick over and over again. Yeah. Wall walks, like that was really. Yeah, I love that. Deceiving. I love that because it was so different. <laughs> yeah. um, just because, like, we always put in the warm up before the pandemic. We're like, hey, let's do like so many wall walks. Everyone's like, this is ridiculous. I'm yeah. not doing this. And then. Like it crushed everyone. I totally loved it. crushed it. And then the the last one, what I was like laughing at, laughing uncomfortable laughing at, was like a free handstand shoulder tap. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like I just learned how to handstand walk, and yeah. I have to move. Anyway, so I tried it. Anyway, I was able to muster out some, but it was just very humbling. And that's what I love about CrossFit is it keeps you humble no. i need to stay humble but it's always different too it's never the same thing it's yeah. never like hey um i'm just going to keep running doing the same thing over and over so it kind of keeps it fresh yeah it can be hard sometimes because some things you might be getting better at some other things right. you're not but it's kind of like that give and take a little bit you just have to kind of accept the fact that you're not training one type of sport like say with deadlifting yeah right and you're not just trying to become the best deadlifter if you are becoming the best deadlifter then that's what you should focus on, but yep. you're just training overall fitness, right? Yeah. And then doing the home mods, like what you, the stay, um, no, the zero equipment mm -hmm. workouts, right? Mm -hmm. And that was just working on what you got around you. Awesome. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. All you need is this little space. Yeah. Yep. Little space. And that's why, like, even with this lockdown right now, this, if some people, like, you're, you won't lose any fitness if you just keep doing something every day. Yeah. And... Even if you just go for a run, but you're not big on running, then just make it like 100-meter runs. Totally. Run 100 meters, rest. Yeah, yeah. And again, fitness doesn't have to be complicated. It just what it comes down to is just setting that routine, that discipline. Yeah, the routine is key. And you know what? There's so many benefits to like body weight resistance training. It is mm -hmm. still strength training. Like yeah. you are still able to get stronger without adding external load. Same with like jumping at home you know, we want to continue doing that impact loading st style of training to make sure our bones stay strong. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to get our heart pumping. So we want to get some aerobic training in, whether that's a fast walk, a hike, a ski, a swim, a run, yep. a jog, whatever it is, we want to keep our heart healthy. So 
there is so many options still that we can do at home. Well, like even for our, cause we do our teen sprint, right? Mm -hmm. And so of course they can't be working on their back squat, right? right? And so what we have them doing is just like a lot of broad jumps and single yeah, leg yeah, jumps, yeah. right? And still going to work on that strength. Totally. Right? And mechanics, right? Like these guys, I mean, your teens are, are still growing. And so their mechanics could potentially be changing all the time with their growing limbs. So mm -hmm. getting them to continue to squat to make sure they're still tracking their knees over the toes and keeping their torso upright and keeping the weight in their heels. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I love it. I love all that. Thanks so much for jumping in on that. I had a great talk with you. Um, we should definitely do another one where we talk a little bit more about the CrossFit Kids and your whole experience and coaching all that. Sounds good. Love to. Thanks, Bob. Okay.